I'm Lisa. I'm Sean. And I'm Caleb, and this is Watcher Harry, a podcast where three obsessive and slightly drunk friends discuss the wider Harry Potter universe. And as usual, don't let your uh, don't let your kids listen. Not safe. This one, I think we're going to talk about bangability. Don't let your kids listen 30 seconds ago. <laughs> bangability and other things like that. Uh, yep. The, the, that's it. That's the next. Did I cover it? <laughs> that's pretty much <laughs> You nailed it. it. You nailed it. We're getting back to our horny himbos. Roots getting back to our bit. roots. <laughs> yeah. They like the dirty ones. Yeah, you guys forget we can see the metrics on all of these, and there is a huge <laughs> discrepancy between the horny episodes and all the other ones. So we know what you're listening to. I bet we could um, play a game just among ourselves. We don't have to make anyone listen where we guess the listening rank. <laughs> like healthcare would probably be the lowest. <laughs> I can tell you by far, I mean, by far, the fan fiction one is just skyrocketed to the top. Wow. That makes sense. Do we have to do a part two? Yes. We might have to do a part two. I think we I should do a part a two. Ta- I still have a tab open for that 350 <laughs> chapter one. I don't think and I've gotten all new devices. One. I don't think you should do that one again. It wasn't good for you. <laughs> I, you know, you're right. <laughs> I'll find it. What's good for us, though? Nothing. That's my question on our. We're all going to die eventually, you know? So it might as well be Harry Potter fan fiction that puts you over the edge i'll take it. it i'll take it um yeah. we should do uh, an episode where we ask the like chat bots the like ai bots <laughs> to write us really weird fan fiction i have actually listened to i um i listened to this podcast uh that's like a read-along for this book series called a court of thorn and roses and at the end of each episode it's like a romance like fantasy novel and they have um oh lisa it's on the last pod network so they always at the end they have the last pod boys read the dirty scene from the book, which is really great. That's but really funny. They had done a they did a string of chapters that didn't have any sex scenes in it, so they asked AI to write them a sex scene with Shut the characters up. from the story. And uh, the AI could not write a very good sex. Scene. Oh, I'm sure that none of them are going to be good. I'm excited to see what happens, though. I think we should do that. I agree. I agree. Yeah. Wow. Mm-hmm. all right um, what are y'all drinking i'll go um i'm drinking two things yingling classic um takes me right back to a basement in new jersey and some bushmills irish whiskey on ice with a squeeze of lime Ooh. because a squeeze of tomorrow. lime talk mm-hmm. talk to me about this <laughs> It's Let's just that uh, brightens it up a little bit. Sure, sure. Okay. The classic Is that Irish a fruit. Faux pas? I've just never, I've just never heard it before. I think you're brave, perhaps a visionary. It's like, um, oh, oh, I put too much in, because um, I had one of the bottles of lime, and I was like, and I overcommitted. It's like a what's you could just the put mule? more whiskey in to like even it out. A Moscow mule it has vodka. Yeah. <laughs> And no, the kind, y'all, we've talked about this before. The kind yeah. made with, with, with bourbon. Uh, Kentucky Mule. Kentucky Mule. That has lime in it. So that was my thinking, but it, it really, it's not as good as I hmm. wish it was. Anyway, mm-hmm. uh, moving on. <laughs> okay. Uh, I am drinking 
as, as always, a Cape May, Cape May Brewing, a uh, mango mm-hmm. hard seltzer. Nice. Hey, sorry. Yeah, you, guys, you guys may hear Lisa's dogs a lot in this episode. I'm so sorry, y'all. I've got, geez, he's almost six months old. And then the other dog is two years old. They're just wrestling and it's a lot. Is it just uh, constantly the last scene of the Lion King? Kind of. Yeah, exactly. I know. Um, and they take turns cosplaying Scar and Simba. Uh-huh. Um, sometimes they 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 enact um the move like Mufasa and Scar. That's always a little <laughs> scary. Um, you know, you just have one of them dangling off the back of the couch. Oh. Um, yeah, you know, it's a it's fine. <laughs> <laughs> We're doing great over here. Um any hoozles. Um, I am drinking um, a Breakside um, Rainbows and Unicorns. Oh, fun. Um, <laughs> that unicorn is, is depraved looking. <laughs> he is a bit, a bit. He's got fingers and hands. Um, and the description is tropical summery goodness. You are in for a magical ride. It sounds um, good. It's uh, Breakside's pretty good. Um, this beer is good. I like it. Nice. Cool. Great. Nice. Yeah, I have good beer in my fridge right now. Exciting. Did I know, say, what a concept. Does, does Zoe have a beer subscription? Did you say that before? No, my friend up? Abby has a beer subscription. And oh, okay. the one time when I spilled my beer all over my bed because it just mm. exploded yes. was one of those beers. That was like um, a strawberry sure. milkshake beer, right? Yeah, yeah. bright pink. Because I was leaving their home um, to come here to record. And I didn't have any alcohol in the house. So I asked Abby if I could borrow a couple of beers. And what she gave me was um, this kind of weird, like, it almost seems like it was going to be like a, like a milkshakey kind of beer, but it was like, (laughs) Um, God, it was like pumpkin. Um, And then uh, the other one was the really delicious, albeit like raspberry sour. That was Mm -hmm. super good, but it literally like, Mentos in a Dr. Pepper bottle just up, and that was a lot. Did it stain? It did not, shockingly. Good. 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 Yeah. No, my bedding was <laughs> fine. Yeah. Listeners, you should re- you should remember that because it was funny <laughs> and we left it in. <laughs> oh my goodness. Um, but yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Nice. Great. Good. So, guys, we are. I I wish we had like. I need one of those like sound effect boards. Like I need like a, like an alarm ready. Like, because like, <laughs> not exactly like that. I was thinking more of like a, like a wee woo, wee woo, like Harry Potter update. Wee woo, wee woo, Perfect. Thank you guys. Um, because we, uh, we oh are God. for better or for worse potentially getting a harry potter reboot and we're getting it soon okay. uh, yes why? Lots of feelings. Wait, is it a full harry potter reboot or is it marauders well hold on, i'm gonna i'm about to tell you lisa oh please sorry. tell us i have been avoiding everything about sure. this I am too. <laughs> so uh this was about just like a day or two ago so this is uh, as of the time of our recording so this is super recent um but warner brothers and hbo are nearing a deal for a new harry potter series um so it's going to be a show Seven seasons. Each book gets a season. Whoa! Yeah, tough. Uh, no, That's kind of exciting. It's so all right. So no, obviously no idea about cast. Like we don't, we don't know if any of the original actors are going to return. Like none of that. That I don't even think anything's signed yet. It's just like the writing's on the wall. This is 
very, very likely going to happen. Actually, like Bloomberg reported on it. So this is just, like people in the world like now. If we're going to get a reboot of the Harry Potter series, I just feel like it shouldn't be yet. Like it, like it shouldn't mm-hmm. be for another like twenty years. Like do I, it on the fiftieth yeah. anniversary. I I agree with you. That's something that the three of us have talked not on this podcast, but about of uh, you know being theoretically excited for the idea of a reboot, especially like a TV series, something that they can dig in a lot more than just like a two hour movie for every, you know, single 700 page book or whatever. Right. Um, I also agree. I don't, I don't think anyone needs it yet. I definitely don't think anyone needs it in this environment, Um, especially Mm -hmm. taking into account that JK Rowling is going to be heavily involved Mm -hmm. in the series. Um, Mm -hmm. HBO and Warner brothers, very specifically wanted her involved in the deal. They're only making this because she has agreed to be involved with it. Um, She's not a showrunner. I don't think she's a writer on it, but she is going to get producing credits. Um, And according to uh, this article that I had read, uh, kind of summarizing all of this, her, her role is specifically to, as that article put it, um, ensure the show remains loyal to her original books. God, we're more loyal to her original books. Well, and that is uh, one of one of the things that struck me the most, obviously, um, you know, we've talked about just in general, trying to avoid engaging in monetarily in anything Harry Potter related. We talked about it with the video game, um, not, you know, I uh, don't necessarily want to be putting dollars in her pockets through through the streaming of this. Um, but even all of that aside, she has. Uh, made so many comments recently not obviously like not just all of her her turf rhetoric but um kind of going back to things that she wrote in the book and like showing them in a in a new light and insisting that those that light is factual that it makes me nervous to have her redo Mm -hmm. these books in a way that stays accurate to her what her view is um obviously she very recently had a comment that she like said that the um, Death Eaters were, like, the equivalent of, like, trans activists, which, like, they were super clearly um, the Nazis. I'm, like, really, really sure about that. like, the whole allegories for Nazis. Right. It literally, like, she went out of her way to make that so. Uh, Yeah. Which is also a problem. And I didn't even hear that, but like that was a, I, is... like a Twitter thing, maybe. I'm not sure that went around the that was going around the internet uh, a couple of weeks ago. I mean, that, and that's and that's what's so what's so interesting, like what's so insane about that, right? Is that like that's so clearly not what she was doing. It's so clearly not right. right. Like right. no, no, no. Like there's no like there wasn't even like trans folks weren't even like on her mind Mm-mm. when she was writing these books. Like that that wasn't a thing that she even thought of. Mm-mm. um like not even a little bit this like talk about a group of people that didn't cross her mind until six years ago and she just decided to be filled with unreasonable uneducated hatred oh yeah you can like pretty clearly like, just look at her her kind of like internet history and and you can pretty much pinpoint when she started getting involved yeah. in the turf stuff she actually making that change or was she saying that like trans activists are like death eaters like, was she making that? If I'm remembering, and comparison I can go, I, or the other way around, I can go back and I can send you. Um, actually, if you like, give me a minute, I can find it right now. Um, so this was on. Um, I think this was on that podcast, the 
the witch trials of J.K. Rowling. Oh, I was which gonna I say the Joe, Joe Rogan podcast. <laughs> 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 um, so I did not, I did not listen to the podcast, so I can't tell you anything about like context. Um, but she's basically like was saying that you know, um, there's people on the internet who were just like, you know you could have just like we say all the time like you could have just like not talked like you could have just not talked right mm-hmm. like you could have just like kept your mouth shut forever like and she was basically like though like people who say that like don't understand me at all like her quote was i would say that some of you have not understood the books the death eaters claimed we have been made to live in secret and now is our time and anyone who stands in our way must be destroyed. If you disagree with us, you must die. They demonize and dehumanize those who are not like them. I am fighting what I see as a powerful, insidious, misogynistic movement that has gained huge purchase in every influential areas of society. Hmm. So I hear what I hear from that is that she is not claiming that the death eaters are representative of it i I hear that she's making a comparison yeah i hear that too. yeah like a sorry i might have i'm sorry if i misconstrued that but that was the takeaway um that most people got came from yes yeah agree but i hear the i hear the worry that like if she's going to be involved however quite honestly if i'm being totally fair if she's producing she's just making money she's not actually doing anything Oh, and so that same article um, that I read, I think it was on Collider, um, had also noticed that I guess she is like the majority shareholder on a couple like film, kind of like companies that then own various like Harry Potter subsidiaries. So like like she owns like, or is the main shareholder in the company that owns the company that produces like the Cursed Child musical, like shit Mm. like that. Like, I don't know, business stuff. Um, And in the last couple of years, they said she's like, they have made, they've lost a shit ton of money. And whether that is because nice. some of it, I'm sure, is the pandemic, but like it is prop, it is also likely connected to some of the boycotting and general internet pressure and just people like us being like, I guess we don't buy the shit anymore. Mm-hmm. That's um, great news. That is good. No, that was that was good news. And it was down by like a lot. Um, So that is great. Um, Obviously, the show is going to make her a shit ton of money. Yeah. yeah. Um. You know, and it, again, wild for really wild for HBO to be like, she has to be a, this person whose name is dirt, like needs to be a part of this show. Yeah. Do you think that they would be able to do it if she wasn't? I think that reality is legally. No, I don't think so. I think they needed her to be signed on specifically so they they could do it. Yeah. Um, I agree. And I wonder yeah. if maybe that's more what it is versus like they want her input. So and I, now they're just like giving her lip service. It's hard to say. Right. So I know that like legally, obviously, she owns this IP, like especially because they're not doing spinoff universe. They're like we're making it off of the books. Yeah. Um, which are like so firmly her IP. Um, I could see them being like we like had to. Yeah. Whether that's I don't know. Like Interesting. Ugh. Well, all of the Rowling stuff aside, in a world where the last five, six years of internet stuff didn't happen, how would you two feel about a complete reboot in series format? I mean, it'd be my preferred. Uh, so anyway, so the reason we want to talk, we have been talking about doing a fan cast episode and then- like, Oh, I Sorry. Heard- Sorry. Yeah. And then I heard this news and I was like, oh, we need to, we like third, we need to have the same conversation. Um, 
But when we had originally talked about doing a fan cast episode and talking about a reboot, we did that. Uh, we were planning for that divorced from this news. We only found out mm-hmm. of this like mm-hmm. two days ago. Yeah. yeah. So, um, so yes, this was what I always wanted. I wanted to see a TV show. I wanted to see someone like HBO who has money make it. Mm-hmm. As opposed to yeah. like, I don't know, like a Netflix or something. Yeah. Yeah. After just watching Game of Thrones all the way through for the first time, I'm kind of excited <laughs> for like HBO's take. I mean, take. if they do it right, then it'll be good, right? But it's mm-hmm. just like, yeah, I, I hear it like, oh, it's just like the the aura of ickiness will be, mm-hmm. that one will be tough to get through. Yeah. I also am just curious Agreed. how that aura of ickiness like impacts the actual creation of like. It's yeah. just we're like we're not going to give it um we're not gonna let it uh what's the word I'm trying to think of? Like we're not gonna give it any grace for mistake. Like anything that mm-hmm. sounds like it could be offensive, like we're going to read as being offensive. Or anything that yeah. sounds yeah. like it might be, I don't know, again, I mean, just like seen from this spotlight, like we're not going to give it the benefit of the doubt. Right. Mm-hmm. And something that should be such a great opportunity for young actors could like really mar their careers yeah for choosing to work on a project that's associated with her wow um and like like what it is literally the reason that daniel Radcliffe and emma watson and rupert grant and like matthew lewis and all of these actors have these careers and it was such a great opportunity for them and other kids won't be afforded that same opportunity Mm. Because this is going to like tarnish a lot of their, a a lot of, a lot of actors opinions and a lot of actors who would be kick ass in a lot of these recastings wouldn't go for it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Interesting. Ooh, so our talent pool might be. But not in our, in our, so now let's move to our reboot. Yes. We are in control of everything. Right. There is not involved. involved. We're the producers. (laughs) We've we've cleansed the space. (laughs) This is our this is our show. We have yes. Got it out of the way. Uh, Well, wait, Sean. Yes. You used this term fan cast. Yeah. In the in the text to us. And Lisa and I, it felt like we're like. What is that? Will you please explain what a fan cast is? Sure. So it is um, uh, speak within like the fandom community for basically like who you want to see be uh, the role in maybe especially like your favorite like book to movie adaptation or like video game to movie adaptation, something like that, where you're just like, oh, I was reading this books and I totally viewed this person as this character. Mm-hmm. Um, so it is really popular within like the various fandom communities. Um, it's just fun to do and to think about. Uh, we have complained on this show and then amongst each other many times about, um, even though everyone was great in the original movies, uh, some of like the, the choices for actors that they made, obviously they aged everyone up significantly. Mm-hmm. Um, so, uh, a fan cast would be saying like, oh, I know that Gary Oldman was like, 50 or whatever when he played yeah. serious or however old he was um um wouldn't it be great if like this person who's 34 was playing serious mm-hmm. instead yeah 
Do they have to be ages right now? Or can I be like, I want um, Ewan McGregor, Ewan McGregor, Ewan McGregor, <laughs> uh, Ewan McGregor uh, circa, you know, 1998. Yeah, that's totally fine. I have someone yes. on who's, who's dead. <laughs> Perfect. Oh, who died of old age. <laughs> oh my God. I'm excited for that. Perfect. Yeah. Do we have any rules? So age, current age of the actor is not a parameter. Do we have any other? Um, no, I do not even I think I have a couple of people here who are not British, although I did try to keep them. Keep them British or Irish or Scottish, but it doesn't matter. There's no there's no rules. It doesn't matter. Yeah, I tried to keep them British. I actually sat for a couple of hours and did this downstairs and just eventually was Googling like tall actor. <laughs> oh, it's crazy. So they're not British. <laughs> As Lisa said, you start making these lists and you're just like, I've never seen a movie in my entire life. I don't know who I, these people I are. I have no idea. I couldn't think of a single actor. And then I got really frustrated trying to pay our invoice for Zoom and um, <laughs> really just lost steam. And so now I only have one, um, one and I feel really good about the one, but good. that's all I have. Okay. All right. Mm -hmm. so, this uh, is, so this is what we're yeah. doing. This is the rest of the episode. We're just talking, we're just talking about this. So everyone yeah. at home is, can play along. Um, what Lisa or Caleb, I will let you start. Oh, great. Mine's easy. I can go first. Go for it. Um, I only cast Fleur de la Cour. Um, okay. Who? Um, Anya Taylor-Joy. That's perfect. Oh, that's perfect. great. That's great. Yeah. Um, and that's it. That's all I did. I didn't wow. even think of that, of Fleur. That's the per that's the perfect casting. I know. Wait. I felt really good about it. I don't know. Hold on. I might have one. Cause I Ooh. saw this. So I... <laughs> Lisa, we're in it now. No, we're not. Leia Sedu. I don't know what that is. We're gonna have to look up all of these people. Oh, as Fleur. I have fifteen thousand tabs open right now. <laughs> yeah. So I went the route of trying to get all the queer actors and actresses that I could think of or find. Uh, I think that's so yeah. fair. She is in Blue is the Warmest Color, and Ooh. she is a bona fide hottie. Can you um? You're gonna just start dropping dropping pictures in the in the doc. Can you or just send a, just send a link? Leah or Leia? I don't know. There's an accent mark. Exante goo. Oh, I got it. Drop it in there. I got it. Now I'm just putting weird spaces into the doc. What <laughs> yeah. do you think? I mean, this is pretty good. I'm okay with Anya Taylor Joy as well, but I think this pretty good. Is really hot. I mean, yes, um, this person is extremely hot. Sean, I don't know how to. I wouldn't you right know now. you haven't put the name in the document. Go to the bottom of the dock. Do you recognize her? Oh, yeah. Wasn't she in James Bond? Yes, I think she was. I'm yeah, anyway, IMDb right now. Yeah, she's also she also in Inglorious Bastards, right? Oh, I don't know. I never uh, saw that. She's super maybe? hot. She's just super hot. Hard to know on that one. I just kept seeing hot people on the internet who I was like, oh, they should definitely be in Harry Potter. And but that's what, fan, that's what them fan into places. That's yeah. what fan casting is. I don't have a single ugly person on this list. Oh, no. Nor should yeah. you. No room for them in this reboot, yeah. in our reboot. Um, I think here's my rebuttal to Anya Taylor-Joy. Lisa, she has like almost like more main character energy to me. I know, but she would do such a good job. I think she would. I agree. She's such a good actress, and she's so nice to look at. She's also she's really so nice weird look looking. At. Right, like, which is kind of like perfect for, like, a Vila. Yeah. Right? Oh, 
I like that angle. Okay. Yeah. Like she's got like really big eyes and really high cheekbones. Yeah. And, and she's also not British, right? She's, I don't know. She's, I think she's Brazilian or Uh, Argentinian. I think she's Argentinian. Argentinian. That's right. She's Argentinian. Um, but so she like is British now, but like, she like, um, like only spoke Spanish, I think most of her life. And then, um, so she's like, that's why her accent is really interesting. Cause it's like, I thought she was Canadian between... or something. Yeah. So I think <laughs> she can pull it citizen, <laughs> French Canadian, you know? Wow. Wow. That's great. That's fantastic. That First was one. the only casting I had. So nice. Um, I don't know if I spelled her name right. Is it a J or a Y for Anya? Uh, uh, A-N-Y-A. Okay. So I'm going to try to type a list down of consensus items. Oh, it's good. Yeah. That we reach. Mm-hmm. Um, Sean, I kind of want you to... So uh, before the episode, when we were all texting and planning... Uh, I was at a complete standstill. I was overwhelmed and upset because I didn't have answers. <laughs> and so Sean gave us a list of who she cast. So I kind of just mirrored that. Didn't mm. get them all, but that's where I'm coming from. Yeah. So and so Sean, I didn't... do you want to go one for one? Yeah, let's do that. And then Lisa, okay. you can chime in as like your sparked. Okay, right. Okay. And so I didn't tell them. I told them what characters I did. I did not tell them the actors. Okay. Okay. So I'm going to start with Snape. Okay, so I told you guys that in my head, Snape is hot Tom Hiddleston. You have said this, yes, and I I stand by that. Uh, So he was Loki and Thor, um, probably what most people know him from. Those, yeah. But here's here's the one that I actually think is inspired casting. Andrew Scott, hot priest from Fleabag. Oh, I have hot priest from Fleabag. (laughs) Really, a Snape? Snape. Oh, I just wrote him at the bot. Sean, I'm not kidding. I'm going to share my screen right now. I didn't even have a character next to his name. He's, I just He has to be in it. I agree. Yes, I wrote Hot Priest from Fleabag. Um, yeah, I don't I don't know if I agree with Snape. I think I he ha- it's the energy. Not agree. He gives he's... me more of an Oliver Wood to be honest. But he's too too old. old. Well, right, but y'all, I don't know what he looks like as a teen. I, I also think he could AI. be. I think he could also be a fascinating Peter Pettigrew. Um, <gasps> mm-hmm. But he, in my heart, He'd be too I really, hot. I really want to fight for him as Snape because I think he has the, like, he has the like the weird quick anger burst. Like he has the emotional sort of like, um, like mercurial sort of anger that yeah. Snape has. Um, obviously he can do the sort of like very like deeply emotional scenes. I think he'd be a d- very different kind of Snape than Alan Rickman. Mm. Um, but I think a reboot is also a chance to like make these characters a little bit different while still agree. keeping a lot of like that the general energy. Everyone that I pretty much have on my list like would not be playing, I guess, how they were portrayed in the movies. That's a, that's a great like gut check so mm-hmm. to hold them to the standard of how the other characters were played by the other actors would be tough for him I see like he goes dark in Fleabag he goes dark and complex but he's still just like so like like quick mm-hmm. and dodgy that I don't 
I can't really see his manners. Archachar. Have you, have either of you watched Sherlock? No, I'm not because he was Moriarty in Sherlock. So the first thing I knew him as was like an insane villain. Okay. That's fair. And he often does play an insane villain. Yeah. Oh, he was also in um, uh, James Bond. Mm-hmm. As a bad guy. Huh. Bad guy. Well, now I want to see that range. I'm here for it. So sit, sit with it. But that was, that was mine. Caleb, did you have a Snape? Uh, no, I did not. <laughs> Lisa, I anyone? also don't have a, I don't have a backup. Okay. Well then. I'm I'm not gonna be good at that. That's okay. Lisa I'm has never seen a movie. Never I essentially seen just... One. I just I'm just gonna <laughs> jump on the modern train and just cast Pedro Pascal in everything. I also I thought about him go. just being somewhere, somewhere. Yeah. In how this. how Same. do you put him in? Um, he could okay. just come to my house. Filch. <laughs> <laughs> he would be such a funny filch, though. He'd probably he do it. Very, he'd do a great job. He'd probably want to do it. Hot priest would be a funny filch. He hot priest every would one be man a funny show. <laughs> every every role is hot priest and Pedro Pascal. I love that. Oh, and yeah, Anya Taylor Joy. That is <laughs> that is uh, an erotic retelling. Of I Harry would Potter. like to. I would like to. Um, controversial, but I would like to cast Anya Taylor Joy as Dumbledore. <laughs> She's all that hair. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Okay, moving on. Caleb, you can you you pick one now. All right, Dumbledore. 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 I chose Charles Dance, who's the actor who plays Tywin Lannister in Game of Thrones. That's actually oh. a really that's a really yeah. interesting one. He's very tall. He's a little stern, but he's also sassy. I really like that. And he's handsome. He's He's sassy and other things like he's not always so Mm -hmm. like there's like videos of him like dancing. He also he also like as a Dumbledore, you'd be like, yeah, I'm not going to fuck with this guy. Like he's powerful. Yeah. He's got that long nose thing going on. I think he would like be good at softening into Dumbledore's like soft moments more than uh, the actor who played the second Dumbledore. Okay, I'm actually going to say that Michael, and I've said it before and I'm going to say it again, Michael Gambon was robbed. He's actually an incredible Dumbledore. They gave him nothing to work with. Oh, I, would yeah. agree, I would agree with that. I, I don't think it was yeah. his fault. I think his the direction they gave him was wild. Mm-hmm. We all Just know the scene. Michael Gambon is goofy and funny. Like, so he would be a good... Sorry. He <laughs> would. Um, so, Caleb, Did you I have like... a Dumbledore? I like yours better. My Dumbledore was Stephen Fry because I thought it would be very sweet to have the yeah. audiobook narrator well, be Dumbledore. I have Stephen Fry elsewhere. Yeah, I could see Stephen Fry in a better role. Ooh, Do you can you tell me what it is? Yeah. I think Hagrid. Hagrid. Oh, yeah. that's so good. Oh, I love that so much. Yeah. yeah that was like a last minute. Um... Oh, write that down. Okay. That's good. <laughs> He's just like so jolly, and he big. is extremely jolly. Like he's like, gosh, what a just a gosh. Could we put um Jim Dale, who does the other audiobooks in the U.S.? He can be Aberforth, so that they're <gasps> both cast. It yes. would be really nice if they were both in it. Like even just small roles, I think that'd be really sweet. <laughs> I, I added it to the official list. Lisa. I like I like Stephen Fry as uh, Hagrid so much. Yeah, so, that's really good. I think he would be yeah. so good. 
It sounds like we've got some consensus already going. Yeah. I like it. Wow. All right. Um, all right. Sean, do you want to give us uh, one of yours first? Yeah. Um, I'll give you, all right. Do you want my Arthur Weasley? Yeah. <laughs> okay. My number one, bring Donald Gleason back. He's Donald Gleason Bill. Bill. Arthur? Yep. He was Bill. Let's make him Arthur. I'm into that. I think that's really sweet. Um, Or Arthur too. Darvo. I don't know who that is. Who was, he was Rory in Doctor Who. He was also the priest in Broadchurch. We love priests. What's that person's name? Arthur Darville, D-A-R-V-I-L-L. He's got a terrible. Oh. I think he looks, he like kind of looks like what I think Arthur Weasley would look like. Because he's like tall and skinny. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Yeah. I will say I do prefer Donald Gleason. That's fine. I Can think it'd I, be really funny to have him like agree. go from being Bill Arthur. I have a counter for you. Okay. Ooh. His name is Hugh Bonneville, otherwise known <laughs> as Robert or Lord Crowley from Downton Abbey. <laughs> I, we all know. We know. Come on. That's the one we do know, or at least I know. <laughs> He's um, just jolly and innocent. I Actually, though, I will say I pretty much just recast him after the other actor who played Arthur. <laughs> Sean, you're just giggling. I'm not going to die on this sword because I have other swords. No, I, well, so it's tough because like Donald Gleason's not quite old enough to be Arthur Weasley, I don't think. Mm-hmm. Well, Arthur and Molly are only, all right, so all right, let's establish the like marauders are like 32 33 right but they didn't go to school together no but molly and we molly and arthur wouldn't be that much older they would still be under 40 mm, i think that's true and donald gleason but donald gleason's only like 36 yeah but age is not i think that's fine i really think that would be fine i think, I think he, he would do is like 40 right yeah i'll allow it i think that that actor would play like not I don't know if he could play bumbly enough for Arthur to be like. Oh, he could. What's a felly tone? Or maybe I just don't know him well enough. I think that he could for sure. I Did you ever he's... see About Time? No. Oh, it's so good. He plays like a. T- it's like a time traveler love story, and it's oh. it's really really sweet. But anyway, it... I think he could do. I think he could do it based on that. I give you my full support. That's a cool name, also. <laughs> All right. Arthur. I'm still going to recast him as Lord Crowley, but that's okay. Fair. Um, what do we think about Molly then? You, Caleb, do you have Molly? Olivia Coleman. Too, I think too old, but I see where you're going. I have Olivia yeah. Coleman elsewhere on my list. You do? Mm-hmm. Is it Rita? Mm-mm. No, but that's really oh. good, actually. That's really good, actually. Is it Professor yeah. Sprout? No, that's also Olivia Cole. I, she just put her. She could also she play all put her these anywhere. characters. She's got those big round eyes, and she could do anything as an actress. Yeah. So for Molly Weasley, I had Carrie Condon, who plays the sister in Banshee of Inisherin. If you guys saw Banshees of Inisherin, I didn't see it yet, but okay. I, I want not. to see it. She plays Colin Farrell's sister. She's very good. Um, I had Karen Gillan who was also in Doctor Who. Actually, she played the love interest of Arthur Darville. So I was like, oh, they she is exactly the same age as Donald Gleason. So that would track. She's also oh, a natural. Yeah. She's another natural redhead. Natural redhead. Yeah. OK. And this one's a little bit of a wild card. Did either of you see the um the Sandman show? The, no. the television show? 
Mm-hmm. Okay. There's an actress called Kirby Howell Baptiste who she plays um Death in Sandman and she has the most like wonderful warm aura that like just like she feel like when I think of Molly Weasley like I know she could do the like harder like battle stuff but when I just like think of her like taking care of Harry I'm like this woman could do that. Will you say her What's name her one name? more time? It's Kirby- We should have made a Kirby Howell Baptiste. If you look up um Sandman, she she plays Death. She's um she's in like her late. She's beautiful. Mm-hmm. I can't find this person, but I believe you. I'll send you uh, I'll send you a picture, Lisa. Okay, so that's gonna be tough to narrow down. What is your like most? I don't know. I could I I could go I could go for either of them. Maybe highlight it in your notes. And we can revisit. Okay. Or you can type it too. I just realized you can also type the names on the list. Lisa, I'm going to drop a picture. I'm going to drop a link to the last person in the chat. Whoa, that, is that going to do anything? Click on that crazy amount oh, of letters. Oh, we can use the chat. We can use the chat. You will get Ooh. this format down by the last character. I. She's in so many things. Um, she is not just in, what do I know her from? I don't remember, but she's in a lot of things. I like her. I love her voice. That's what I mean. She's like very warm. Yeah. So maybe she would be my vote. Mm. Mm -hmm. I could see that actually. Especially if we're trying to match ages. So like if we're going for Hugh Bonneville, right, then Olivia Coleman makes more sense. Though I think Olivia Coleman's a little too young for Hugh Bonneville. Mm -hmm. Um, The... Um, and then if we're going for Donald Gleason, then I think, um, Kirby Howell, so-and-so Baptiste, I Baptiste, think. uh, is the, would be a good Molly. I like that system. Okay. And I also really appreciate reimagining the characters. So one thing that I read a single article about fan casting and folks seem to gravitate toward it when they want to see just more representation because the executives in Hollywood like mm-hmm. don't cast things that are racially, ethnically diverse or otherwise yeah. representative. So this is good. And very specifically, yeah. Molly is not a redhead. Just oh. the Weasleys are, right? So Molly's what? not a Weasley, Molly's a Pruitt. Is yeah, she described so- as having red hair? No, she's just not mentioned at all as having red hair. So wow. Arthur has red hair. The Weasleys have a history of red hair. Wow. So, like, Molly as a Pruitt does not necessarily have red hair. He's got the strongest swimmers, I think. <laughs> mm, Incredible <they> jeans. <laughs> yeah. Either way, they are fertile. Yeah. <laughs> we talked we about it here this before. Every <laughs> single episode, we talk about fertile fertility. Um. Yeah. Okay. I like that. Okay. All right. Oh my god. How do I want to? Be a disruptor. All right. Be a disruptor. Okay. I'll go for an easy one. Low-hanging fruit. McGonagall. Fiona Shaw. Oh, yeah. That's great. Killing Just Eve. Move, move. Well, Fiona Shaw is uh, Petunia. She is? Oh, my God. I didn't even realize that. Yeah. I didn't even realize that. Yeah. I'm so we could just shift. Aunt Petunia and I think people would have too hard of a time with that but but it'd be interesting but it'd be would interesting, be interesting to see. and she would be quite perfect actually oh, yeah. agreed 
Like, especially in your older age now. Yeah. I quite, I I quite like Fiona Shaw. I think that she would do quite a good job. I want her to be, I, I'm in love with her (laughs) and I'm in love with McGonagall. (laughs) What do we think about, um, the dowager, um, uh, yeah. What do we think about? I think she'd be perfect for the role. I think she would do, I think she would do really well as Aunt Petunia, maybe. I don't know. Um, Okay, well, I kind of fucked that up by mixing the inverse actors. Uh, Sean, who did you have for that? Okay, so I had three options for that. So I I had Olivia Coleman. Okay. Um, I had Michelle Yeoh. Oh my god! I was trying to figure out. So good. I was trying to figure out where to put her. I had Michelle Yeoh, and then uh, she's way too young. But at some point, I think Gwendolyn Christie would be a great McGonagall. Gwendolyn so Brienne of Tarth, yeah, Brienne. Of oh, because she's so tall. Oh my god, God, y'all. I'm not being cool about how much I'm in love with <laughs> Brienne of Tarth. Oh, she's my perfect. God. I just the only unbelievable thing is like I don't think three stunning curses to the chest would take Brienne of Tarth down. Would that not even like, slower. Would not even <laughs> no, slow not. her down. No. What's her name again? Sorry. Gwendolyn Christie. Yeah, she's Not the that best I name don't also. follow her on Instagram and haven't Googled her a million times, but <laughs> all right. Um, but I think I Michelle Yeoh is my favorite for that from like my list. Yeah, I would agree. I think Michelle Yeoh, I think Michelle Yeoh is too young also. Um, well, Michelle Yeoh not, is 60. I think that is would she be. really? Mm-hmm. Okay. I thought she was in her fifties, but I mean, I guess that's not very different, but um. Yeah, I guess that would work. She would be really great at bringing um, just like a dynamism to the role. Like she's good at warmth and she's good at severity and she's clearly yeah. good at action. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And she also has like an elegance about her that would be really interesting to see in McGonagall. Yeah. And uh, well, and I think McGonagall in general, right? She's like always described as being like regal and like, yeah, like she's yeah. like got that like, and I think Michelle Yeoh could really pull that off. I like that. In like such a such a unique way. Wow. Great, great find. I love that. I'm gonna give you my Voldemort. Oh, mm. yay. Killian Murphy. No, shop. I was just gonna say Killian Murphy. He's perfect. Killian Murphy's perfect. Killian yes. Murphy. I was literally gonna be like, I have a counter. Oh, that's it. Yeah, that's it. It's kill it's Killian one. Murphy. Oh, I was gonna say Benedict Cumberbatch, but I think you found what I was looking for. Killian yeah, no. Murphy. Killian Murphy is a more serious Benedict Cumberbatch, uh-huh. and mm-hmm. he's so hot. he's so hot. He will be able to play young Voldemort and unhot Voldemort both. Also, I do I do hope they make him look less cartoonish when he's like, yeah, Voldemort. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I want it to be scarier. Yeah. And I, uh, Caleb and I were talking about this before we started recording, but like love Ralph Fiennes, but he made a lot of choices as Voldemort that I hope the next person doesn't make. The weird, the weird whisper voice. I hate it. I don't, I, he did did a lot of shit that I did not particularly care for. Yeah, no, I love Ray Fiennes and oh, look, Lisa said, look how Lisa said it. Caleb and I Mm -hmm. had also had this conversation about how you say his name. Sean said Ralph, and I oh, it's like, I think it said more European than that. Well, it looks Rafe. like it is literally R A L P H, which is, is Ralph. spelled Ralph. You're right, it is, but it is Rafe. 
Crepe. Okay, well, you know what? That's stupid too. So okay. But did you um, see the menu? He's so good in that. Uh, I did. Okay. Side note: no. I did not love the menu. He was great in the menu. I did not love that movie. Okay, I liked it because I like weird movies. That's right. That's that movie's right up my alley. I didn't think it was weird it's enough. Weird. Anyway, okay. So um, Killian, so Killian Murphy, Killian Murphy, Killian Murphy. A big, yeah. As Lisa would say, big agree. Big mm-hmm. agree. <laughs> All right, big you're agree. you're up, Caleb. Oi. Um. Okay. Uh, I'm trying to figure out which bomb I want to drop. <laughs> okay. Lockhart. Who? I want to know your. I want to know them all. Paul Rudd. <laughs> <laughs> I have three. That's funny. I have. Paul I actually. Rudd. I love that. Okay. I love it. John Hamm <laughs> and James Marsden. <laughs> Oh, James Marsden would be a really good one. John Hamm's too. I feel like you were just like, who did I know Paul Rudd was it, but it feels like you were like, who did I love in 30 Rock? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, actually. Um, I was just thinking about big dopey people with beautiful yeah. smiles. That is that is accurate. And with a sense of humor. And I know yeah. Paul Rudd would be completely distracted. What about Pedro Pascal? He would actually be a really interesting Lockhart. Ooh, he would do such a good job. We wanted him in the casting, so I'm just saying this might be a good opportunity for him. I, I'm going to keep it there. Yeah, I, I don't like hate that. it. He gives me um, like an air of competence that that I would love to see his range in playing an incompetent. I person. like. I just think he would be like the silliest, goofiest person on earth. I could see that added to the list. All right, Sean, I know that you are married see, to Lockhart. So, you know, I care deeply about this casting. Mm-hmm. So yeah. I have I have two casting options. I have my I like my absolute ideal. Okay. And then I have who I would want to play Lockhart in. We talked in the last episode of how we would like reimagine Lockhart for a mm-hmm. series. So a character that was a little darker, was a little bit more openly conniving. So mm-hmm. I have a, I have a casting for that. Okay. So as I I have texted you two before, because I am always thinking about Gilderoy Lockhart, my absolute top Gilderoy Lockhart is Gene Wilder. Oh, yeah. Okay. You did tell us that. Gene Wilder in his prime. So we're talking like uh, we're talking like Willy Wonka, Young Frankenstein era Gene Wilder, I think is the perfect Gilderoy Lockhart. I don't disagree. I just don't think that... I don't know if you would make a bunch of teenage girls swoon. He made me swoon. Yeah, well, you're weird. Maybe I'm not. You're the a best. Slytherin. <laughs> I I think he had. I mean, besides the fact that like he had the he had the blonde, like the whole thing, like I think he has that magnetic presence, and he like has that like can switch on a dime sort of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, he he is good at being scary to children, which I think. Um, is potentially important. Mm-hmm. So Gene Wilder is my my number one Lockhart. Okay. Now. Uh, okay. I think, so now I'm looking at pictures of him from Willy Wonka days, and I'm thinking about the Wonka character. And he was so deeply, like, dark in that role that I have trouble imagining him as, like, 
genuinely like charming 24 7 and able to pass off the con because i, I think he's like so like cunning but well i like that but think? then I, I think he can be more like obviously gene wilder can be quite silly yes so right. i, think I you also get don't the- see that i don't see him being dark in willy wonka much like really except, yeah that tunnel scene no the tunnel scene is bonkers but like the rest of it he's like like i know he's like unhinged but i don't see him being dark the scene where charlie goes in at the very end and is like but he yells at him yeah (laughs) but then he just immediately Uh, turns around and he's like it was you it was always you charlie oh god that was so crazy he's so happy he's so dangerous seeming he's so dangerous (laughs) okay all right he's on the list he's on the list (laughs) so so my my backup and i want you to know i did not take the easy way out obviously i have told you guys before um the reason i am so attracted to jeremy allen white is just because he looks like a beefier gene wilder so hot hot. but i didn't (laughs) cast him that was too easy have either of you seen i know he's been in a bunch of other stuff but have either of you seen bullet train Mm, okay the actor aaron taylor johnson oh yeah i -hmm. think would be a really good lockhart yeah, I can see oh, that. Oh, he's hot. Mm. So spe- <laughs> he's always oh, like stu- he's like stupid hot. Um, but is I, he the I, one that has the really strange relationship with that other yeah. Yeah, yeah, woman? Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, he's married to like a much older woman. The internet does not like it. Um, yeah. But regardless, that's a, that's not that's neither here nor there. Correct. You're not wrong. The fact is, I th- Tony Collette. Go ahead. Sorry. I think he's. I think he's very hot and i think he could play that like i'm like a charming sociopath sort of mm-hmm. thing that i would love to see lockhart be in any mm-hmm. new series okay do you think if we could wipe our memories of the movie lockhart and just read him on the page do you think that the cunning and like like um i don't know air of being a liar would come through more easily I do because I think that I, I think he was too goofy in the movie and yeah. he came across mm-hmm. as like not threatening enough. Yeah, I don't like him in the movies. I thought it was mis not cast well actually, because he was so like shallow. Yeah. I yeah. I think I think it'd be interesting to see him played with a little more depth. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. I'm here for Add that. To the list. That guy is very sexy. Um, if you if you want more photos, he was in that same weird photo shoot that Jeremy Allen White was in that I sent you guys those pictures from. So you can yeah. really just have a field day. I didn't know uh, Lip from what's it called? I didn't know his name until this moment. Oh. And you're welcome. He needs to make it into the fan cast somehow. Yeah. It's so funny. I look at all these hot British people and I'm like, you look like a Death Eater or like you look like just like a grifty dark character because they're so like angular just the grip so angular (laughs) (laughs) just a grip you're all cheap (laughs) um okay so speaking of Um, i have a i have a fan cast yeah (laughs) go for it it's for peeves oh okay i have one too (laughs) who's yours jimmy carr who's jimmy carr He's like a he's a he's a ga- basically a game show host. Oh wow, he would oh, be wow. brilliant. I like it. 
He's uh he's like the guy who hosts Countdown. He always hosts the big fat quiz show of the year at the end of the at the end of the year. Um, yeah, Jimmy Carr would be great. His face is cartoonish, and he kind of laughs like this. Ha 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 ha. <laughs> <laughs> that would that would be good. I don't know why he laughs like that, but he does kind of. I I think it would be. I think it would work. All right. <laughs> Uncont- uh, uh, no, no content. Oh, wait, no, Sean, you have one. My So my peeves was Matt Berry from What We Do in the Shadows, who plays Laszlo. Yes. I'm willing to give that to Lisa. Sure. That's just one I had on my list as well. I love that guy. He is fucking weird. I just started that show, by the way, and it's That's very fair. silly. It's I very do funny. like I do like Jimmy Carr, though. I'm not, he's not an no. actor much, though. I'll give so. you I'll give you Jimmy Carr. Put him on the list. Put him on the list. Would uh, Matt so, Berry ever be a Hagrid figure? I don't think he's tall enough. Oh, true. I mean, he's like a little, he's like a little, he's little, like he could be like a slughorn, maybe. He could be a slughorn. Hmm. Hmm. Hmm, perhaps, perhaps. Yeah. Um, speaking of sharp faced individuals, uh, for Lucius Malfoy, Ooh. I did have Nicholas Holt. Let's go. He's not old enough he's Is in his he? he's in his like early early to mid 30s like our age though yeah did that's you guys how watch old, that's how old they are lisa they're all no, Lucius is older lucius is like he's older, he is older four years older than the marauders yeah he is older a little bit that's still mid 30s um, yes that's we hard. have to accept that all the marauders are our age no i know that they are our age but nicholas holt is our age yeah but he's like 32 yeah, you think he can't play a 35 year old yeah, you're not we're wrong. imagining older. We're imagining younger. There's no rules. I mean, I uh, like having Nicholas Holt in things. He's nice to look at. I think have he has a real angular face. No, but I did see um, The Favorite, which he's also in. So because of his role in The Great, um, where he plays Peter the Great's son, and he's a fucking charming doofus, <laughs> I was going to so cast him as Lockhart. Good. I was going to put him as Lockhart, but his smile is like not It's not quite, quite right. Yeah, would not I, win. Which weekly? I see five years in a row. <laughs> I could see. I could for sure see Lucius. Yeah, I could see that. Do you um, want my Lucius? Yeah, yeah. Zachary Quinto. <laughs> oh, that's that's interesting though. <laughs> mm-hmm. They kind of looked too, more. He's like his Nicholas complexion Holt is, is like a younger. Little, yeah, his yeah. complexion's a little darker. He's a little more like Eastern European looking. Is that okay to say? But like, yeah. So I don't know if you would fit that like. Well, Malfoy they're just gonna give him a weird wig anyway. Description. I just think that that guy is so intense and he's gay. And I again he's wanted to bring very... all the gays in. Yeah, no, I'm <laughs> I'm in for that. I'm here for that. I can just picture him in the wig and the robe and the ring and the cane thing. Oh, the cane yeah. thing is the cane wand thing is so fucking cool. Yeah, yeah, it's very cool. I can't get the menu out of my head for Nicholas Holt right now. So I'm having a hard time putting him anywhere. So that's actually <laughs> partially what, cause I love, I love him in the menu. I, I think he's like a weird little gremlin man. I do too. <laughs> and I think that's actually why I thought he'd be a really good Lucius. He's evil. Yeah. Cause he like can kind of, he evil. seems like a Slytherin. Yeah. Yeah. You gotta, if there's any show recommendation I can make, it's to watch the great on Hulu. He's brilliant. And it is on. It is on my list. He is one yeah. of uh, Nick. Like loves him. Mm-hmm. He is. He is like Nick's uh, like actor crush. So we might have to watch it just for that. 
We should have had Nick on this episode. Oh, it'd be great because he doesn't know any actor names and he doesn't know anything about <laughs> Harry Potter. He's like, yeah, that guy. I'm in for it. Yeah, I'd bang that guy. <laughs> I'd bang that guy. It would Thanks, pretty much Nick. just him being like, that person's <laughs> handsome. <laughs> oh, Nick. Um, any other, Lisa, any other Lucius Malfoy ideas? You know, no. Okay. This is going to be that episode where a week later we're like, damn it. Yeah, um, totally. We can always add them in. All right. Who should we do next? Rita Skeeter. Who do you got? I have two options. Okay. Ooh. I don't think you're going to like either of them. Okay. Sarah Paulson. Uh, I like that, actually. Yeah. Why wouldn't we like that? I. My impression of Rita, and I don't know if it's skewed by the movie casting or not, is just like more like, I don't know, like round faced and like crazy she's hair. She's angular. And... She is specifically is angular. Because she... Sarah's so like always so put together and poised. Nope. I don't know. So Sarah Paulson and then Christine Baranski. Mm. Oh, I love that. I love mm. that. Mm. Yeah, I love that because she plays that like journalist in Chicago. Yes, Mm -hmm. and I think kind of nails it. Mm -hmm. And she's got that like saccharine. I I I like that a lot. I would be on board actually for both of those castings. I think Sarah Paulson would be. I think Sarah Paulson would be more serious. Yeah. Um, but I think and Christine Baranski would bring that like more kind of over the top like drama to it mm-hmm. um i like both options depending on like the move like depending on the adaptation i just had another one pop in has anyone watched yellow jackets yes okay christina ricci oh specifically in yellow jackets with yeah the, the yeah hair. With the, yeah with the hair. yeah I, I actually just thought about having her on this list in general because i love christina ricci and want to oh, see her too. and everything mm-hmm. yeah and she She's is untwisted. Unhinged. In yellow jackets. <laughs> Un- I just watched Brilliant. yellow jackets for the first time, like within the last couple of weeks. So it's it's yes. literally been on my mind 24 hours a day for the last yes. couple of weeks, which is yes. unhealthy for me. Um, but she's unhinged. It's amazing. Yeah. The wig. I think the wig is what's bringing the Rita Skeeter comparison. Uh, Sean, what you got for that? So I really reimagined the Rita Skeeter character because, again, this is a character that I love that I would love to see more from. Um, so I did. I aged her down. Mm-hmm. Um, Phoebe Waller-Bridge. <gasps> I was trying to figure out where to put I her. I like it. I think she would – a very different energy, but I think she could be – like I think that's a really juicy role that she could be really fun in. She yeah. would make it into something else. Yeah. We would want the Rita Skeeter spinoff. Wow. Ooh. Okay. Regardless, I want Phoebe Waller-Bridge in this production that we're putting together. She's got to be somewhere. Yeah. yeah. With Hot Priest. Yeah. They got to reunite. Oh, man. Okay. Um, no, I don't have sh- any additions. You want to- Did I go first on that one? Yeah. So I'll, I'll do- Can we do the Marauders? Yes, I don't have any ideas here really. So this okay. is you. Okay. So I didn't I didn't do James. I didn't do James or Lily because they're so like barely in it. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. So I did, but I did Lupin, Sirius, and Peter Pettigrew. Okay. So for Lupin, 
I have uh, Joseph Quinn, who was uh, Eddie Munson in Stranger Things. Oh, okay, okay, okay. So that's sorry, that's for Lupin. Yeah, yeah, I can see that. Do I have him? He's Eddie Munson. Is that the long hair guy? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Do I have him or uh, Dev Patel? <gasps> Sean Dev Patel. Dev Patel is just on the list. Loosely. Does he have to be I, in? I put him as serious. Oh, his hair is perfect for serious. Dev yeah. Patel. He's got like he always has this like perfectly quaffed like. It's just like like it's like messy. It's like it's like I don't know. Yeah. Understand how he does it. It's like always like perfectly like loose and messy, but like looks like he's been like swept in a windstorm. Flowy and his beard in the Green Knight. He like brings that whole serious image together. Oh. So I have a different skins actor for serious. But... <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> um, but yeah, but I, I thought Dev Patel for Lupin because like he has that sort of very like um like quiet charm about mm-hmm. him. Like I I don't know. I just I saw him in that role. Um so who did you have you didn't have a lupin? I don't really have a lupin. I just have the actor that I pictured playing him that I wanted to give a shout out. Um, when I was a kid, I had just seen the movie in and out. And so I pictured Lupin as young Kevin Klein. Oh. I don't know if you want to look up Kevin Klein. So not a Kevin real, Klein is. I can't like picture him young, but young Kevin Klein. I just like, so reading, uh, Prisoner of Azkaban for the first time, I just like, boom, pictured young Kevin Klein. So still when I read Prisoner of Azkaban, I picture Kevin Klein as Lupin, but I would not cast that in the fan cast. No. So no, I don't have a candidate. <laughs> but these are both very good. Will you tell me more about Joseph Quinn? Sure. I think it's I, I think it's actually just more of like the way he looks. Like he just kind of looks like a younger, hotter version of the guy who plays him in the movie. He's very handsome. I haven't actually looked him up without. I was gonna say, I think that um, this is just one of those castings that's like bangable. He's bangable. I mean, he's. I mean, so. Oh yeah, look at so is Dev Patel. Let's be very serious. Oh Oh, no, Dev Patel is is gorgeous. But no, Joseph Joseph Quinn is a cutie. I think he has like the general loop and look. I think Joseph Quinn. I would argue is too young. He's like, he's, he's like 29. I don't think so. I think he's younger. I don't think he is. Oh, okay. I, thought I think he was. he's in his late 20s. He like in his late like 20s. Mid-20s. I can't find his age, so I actually have no idea. Okay. Um, so those, those are my two. 29. He's 29. Oh, okay. Yeah. Great. I thought he was younger. So great. Okay. My serious picks. So neither of you have seen. So I have two of them. Neither of you have seen Banshees of Nishiran, but Caleb, I know you at least have seen The Green Knight. This person is also mm-hmm. in The Green Knight. Mm-hmm. I think his, uh, I might be saying his last name wrong because it is Irish. Barry Keegan. Mm. So Barry in the, Cohen. Co- Cohen? K-E-O-G-H-A-N. I would have said Cohen, but I'm also probably wrong. So okay. Keegan might be right. So Caleb, in um, in The Green Knight, he, he plays the like, kind of like, street rat who like steals all of Dev Patel shit and ties him up. Yeah. And in the Banshees of Inishiran, he plays like kind of this just weird guy who lives in their town. Sorry, you have this for who? Sirius. Oh. My initial reaction is not hot enough. 
So he has a very weird energy again. So serious. I also did a complete reimagining because like yeah. we had Gary Oldman who they, they very much sound like aging rock star. Yeah. True. So, but they, and I hear that, but I also think that in general, the only description we ever really get of serious all the time is how hot he is. He's very hot, very extremely hot, hot, so, hot. but I think the and like conventionally. So I think this guy has a weird kind of sexy energy that especially because we're going to be meeting a serious who has just escaped from Azkaban and has been in prison for 12 years. There's something like a little weird and shifty eyed about him that I think would be interesting. Mm. Yeah. But like, I feel like that could be like the Jeremy Allen white move. Right. Of like, he's, he could, he like just got out of prison and he's so hot. And Is like, that how you but, see like, Jeremy Allen white? Not really, but like he could pull it off. <laughs> Like, I wouldn't fuck with Jeremy Allen White. Well, I mean, because I wouldn't fuck with Lip or whatever his name is in the bear. God, now I'm just Googling hot people. (laughs) So does Sirius, uh, do we ever get a description of like eyes or? Yeah, so he is. No, we don't really get anything like that. We know that he has like long, flowy hair um, and he always has. Like he's always had like that long kind of like beach boy hair. Yeah. You know? Um, and, um, almost like surfer boy hair, mm-hmm. right. Or like Sean Hunter hair, you know, like he's got, yeah, like yeah, the, yeah. um, the, uh, and we know that he's a conventionally attractive. Mm-hmm. Barry's a little unconventionally attractive. I think again, I'm, I did a you're real intrigued. reimagining with serious. I hear what I'm you're intrigued. saying. I'm intrigued. He almost looks like a crumb to me right now. Well, okay, so I, I will tell you, I also had him down, weirdly enough, as a Peter Pettigrew. I was I could gonna see the Pettigrew say Peter thing. Pettigrew. Because yeah. I think Peter Pettigrew should be hotter in this one. Like, they made him too cartoonishly weird looking in the movie. Yeah. I don't disagree. He the was also not kids. to mention, like, yeah, it's 20 years older. Not actually, yeah. but like 15 years older than the other two. So, it's like- so I also had this guy as Peter Pettigrew. So keep that in mind. Can I, I think I vote. Pe- Go ahead whatever can, can i give you, you my second serious this is yes. going to be very very non-conventional but i want okay. you to be oh. in my headspace skin also skins alum daniel kaluuya oh i was is. also trying to figure out where to put okay him. but daniel kaluuya is like objectively very hot he's objectively yeah. extremely hot he like the character he plays, like, he always seems very cool, but in, like, kind of a laid-back way, which I think would be, it, it would be a very different energy to yeah. serious. I support Daniel Kaluuya before I support Barry somebody. Cohen, Keegan. Keo, Cohen, Keegan. Keegan. I think that would be very compelling. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And then imagine him... And Skin's co-host Dev Patel making out because they're in love in this oh. new reboot. Because it's canonical that they're together in the reboot. Yeah. No, they straight up. You're are. manipulating us <laughs> with the kissing <laughs> of the boys. <laughs> but I if that's the only way we're gonna get it. Okay. Wow. So those are it. those are my votes. And then for for Peter Pettigrew, I, uh-huh. I think that that Barry fellow would actually be really good. I feel like you just pulled one over on us. That was really brilliant. I think 
Barry is the perfect pedigree because he's not bad looking. He's just unconventional looking or like unconventionally attractive, I guess. And those hot boys. Um, they would not have been hanging out with this like person who looks like a literal face. rodent man. Yeah, they would not be hanging out with Ratfink and like standing up for it. <laughs> yeah, that wouldn't be happening. Um, oh, but I do think if we were casting James, I think Paul Mescal would be the perfect James Potter. Who that? Uh, from Normal People. He was also nominated oh, for an Oscar this Paul year. Mescal. He used, he used to date Phoebe Bridgers. He would be the perfect who? James eh, Potter. Yeah, that does kind of track. Straight up works. And just imagine just all those boys together. He's just a white guy. Yeah. He's just a white. He's a handsome white guy. He's yeah. yeah. He's a perfectly Angular. fine white guy. Wow. This is very compelling. So those are the um, marauders. I think it's great. I, I jokingly like wrote uh, BD Wong as serious, but I, but I didn't want to stand by that joke earlier. Or no, Lupin, I mean. <laughs> He does have the comp. He like, um, have you? He's so smart. <laughs> um, have you seen? Have you seen Nora from Queens? No, Amy was just asking me about that. So okay, he plays uh, Nora's dad. Um, it is such a deviation from everything Beatty Wong has ever been in, and he's so fucking good in it. He's so funny. <laughs> is like oh, it's like a so role? funny. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. He plays like like Nora's straight dad, right? Um, and so like, it's just like, it's such a deviation often. Cause I mean, Beanie Wong often, often plays straight characters, but, mm-hmm. um, like, it's just so funny. He's so good. He's, he's so goofy, which is like so different for him. I've got to watch good. that. I'll, I I'll, that. it's honestly worth it for Beanie Wong <laughs> and yeah. Bowen Yang. I mean, Bowen Yang's in it too. Yes. Um, Bowen Yang. Yeah. Too. So it's quite good. Um, I only have one left on my list we haven't talked about. Oh my god, <laughs> we did. What that you got? Great. Bellatrix. Oh, I didn't have any. Mia Goth. Who dad? Oh, she crazy. She was pearl. She is, she is too young. Oh. I think. Uh, you age her up. I think Mia Goth is absolutely perfect. Right, I guess that's true. We are like able to fan cast any yeah. age. Forgot. But yeah, if she was like 20 years older. Wow. I like, so I was Googling. Um, Maybe not 20. Act- actress. Sorry, do you stick Well, hold on. She would, she would actually be not that much older than Lucius Malfoy. She's 29. She would be. She needs to be at least 40. That's fine. But she's not as yeah. old as Voldemort. Like she is because she's Narcissa's sister. So she would be late 30s, early 40s. Yeah. Correct. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. But yeah, so um, she needs to be like 10 years older. But like, I think that works. Because she just like, Mia Goth is also somebody who plays younger mm-hmm. in general. So she just needs to be a little older. But I think she has the same, she has the perfect unhinged quality that is required. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was just Googling for actresses who play unhinged really well. She didn't pop up, but I think that's perfect. Okay. Caleb, is there anyone left, straight. anyone left on your list? Let me look. I made a note. I want Michelle Dockery in here somewhere. I know. I do too. Uh, I wrote Ginny as the redhead girl from Stranger Things. I don't know if she's <laughs> cute enough. Uh, Moody, Jeff Bridges. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's good. That's good. That's good. Yep. Oh, I was almost even thinking like Greg Davies. Greg Davies. 
He's uh he's British. Uh he's uh he's the principal in like in betweeners. Oh. oh he's got a good look to his face. All these Harry Potter characters, you they're just so British looking. Um my last and final was Harry Potter mm. Elliot Page. <laughs> yes. <laughs> no age change. No just age. Elliot Page. <laughs> It's like a pen 15 situation. Like Elliot Page is clearly 30. (laughs) Just finished pen 15 and it was fucking amazing. But anyway, clearly I started to go off the rails at the end. So I don't have any other serious ones. Um, Um, Yeah, this was really hard. It's hard. I think that if I'm just casting like hot people for things, right. I like want to see like, um, you know, the hot guy from Bridgerton playing uh, Oliver Wood. I also thought about him for serious. Hot hot guy season one. Yeah. Chaotic bisexual or Uh, the guy who gets married. Oh, chaotic bisexual. I'm here for too. Oh, the Duke. Mm -hmm. The Duke. Yeah. Yeah, Uh, He's like uh, like troubled. He's like, or, or, or Oliver Wood. I like chaotic bisexual. My favorite is um, extremely uptight older brother because that's the character I relate to the most. <laughs> He's the chaotic bisexual. He's just a bisexual in real life. Oh, is he? So, but that's there is a char- but there's a character in that show who is a chaotic bisexual. So you see why this is confusing. Right? The artist brother. Yes. Yeah. 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 Sorry, I misspoke. Yeah, that's okay. Well, but yes, you're right. What's his what's his butt? The oldest brother? Yeah. Anthony? Uh, Anthony? 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 Jonathan Bailey? Oh, when he falls in that lake. Yeah. Oh my god. Jonathan Bailey. Yeah. Think about that. Jonathan Bailey is he's in Broadchurch too. He's hot in that. He's hot in everything. I like when he has that panic attack about bees. In Broadchurch, he's like the uh, journalist. Oh my god. He's only the first season, I think. Maybe. Okay. Um, but yeah, he's great. Um, the, like, I feel like I have options for people. Like, I don't know youth actors, so we would have to, like, age people down. Mm-hmm. Oh, know? yeah, I could not cast any of the children. I don't know what, I don't know who are the children in Mm-mm. Hollywood now. No. Uh, my friend Rachel, the only contribution that they were willing to make was... Um, uh, the actress who plays Taisa uh, in uh, Yellow Jackets, Yellow Jackets, but like the younger yeah. one is Hermione. Oh, <laughs> I like that. Yeah, <laughs> Sean, you gotta watch that. By the way, it's really good. I I do need to. I don't have. It's on like Showtime or Stars or something. It's something I. It's, it's on a, Hulu. The one streaming show I don't it's have. It's on Prime. It's on Amazon. Oh, I watched it on Hulu. So many options. You mm-hmm. got so many options. I guess it's uh, Showtime. That's a great pick, Lisa. Yeah, she's that's, very that's, like a leader. She's super smart. She's, smart. she's like yeah. ambitious. She's mm-hmm. like also like often she's like logical to a fault. Secretly a lesbian. Secretly a lesbian. Yeah. Um just just like Hermione. Just like Hermione. <laughs> I mean, you know. Um, do we want to try to <laughs> off the cuff think about the teachers? Oh boy. Oh. We got some uh, of Danny them. DeVito <laughs> as Umbridge. Yeah, <laughs> that's so funny. 
actually yes. the whole it's always sunny cast just like as the death eaters <laughs> oh my god but they're just like bumbling around on their own subplots they're, they're playing the, the same they're playing the same characters pretty much but they're just like the caros i love that it's very funny. That's all I needed from the off the cuff. <laughs> so, all right. Do you all have the show notes in front of you? Or the, uh, yeah. Yeah, the I album. can. Yes, now I do. So we've got a lot of options here. I also, for the first half, didn't write them all down. Mm-hmm. But let's Lisa, go with our guts. Yeah, I also go want, ahead. Lisa, I want your favorite your favorite castings it doesn't have to be like you don't have to name all of them but like what was like okay. the one or two you were most excited about so my my casting of Anya Taylor-Joy yeah um, not that you can't do that one you can't do one you picked that one was per- we know that it. one was perfect okay um okay so the ones that we had options for were left were like uh McGonagall um which I would go with Michelle Yeoh mm. okay um, I'm here for that. For Lockhart, oh god, just because I think he would, oh, I think Pedro Pascal would be equally cunning and goofy. I think he could do both. Like he could pull up both options. That's I'm fine with that. Um, have you guys seen the Nicolas Cage Pedro Pascal movie? No, I haven't. It's no. on the top of my list, but I, I think I need to be in the right moment to watch I it. I need you both to watch it. It is so good. Yeah, I'm very is excited that, to watch it. Is that the Nicolas Cage as himself movie yes. you're yes. telling us about? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, and Pedro Pascal is like a mega fan. It's amazing. Yeah. Um, okay. And then the last one, uh, I'm going to stick with Jimmy Carr for Peeves, but the rest. Okay. Uh, oh, Lucius Malfoy, Nicholas Holtz. I would stick with only because I think that Zachary. I just I worry about. I know they're supposed to be younger. I just think that Nicholas Holt would be a little. Too, I think I think we're like trying to meet in the middle. So think about it this one. way, Lisa. Let's do it. The first time around, they aged them all up so much that I think we deserve everyone being young and hot. Fine, the time you're right. Around. You're right. Young and hot. Not that Zachary Quinto is not hot because no, I would call him not fine. young and hot but but like but, we just des- we deserve that we deserve everyone to be 32 years old agreed okay um then I'm sticking with I'm sticking with Nicholas Holt um okay. I'm gonna jump down to the Marauders because I'm struggling with Rita um I would go with Dev Patel uh for, for Lupin because I like the Dev Patel Daniel Kaluuya. Because you want to see him kiss. Mash up. kiss. Me yeah. too. Right, yeah. I'm here for it. Mm-hmm. You got yeah. me. Um, and then I like the Barry Keegan Cohen. Mm-hmm. Yeah, man. I would I would see all of the Marauders kiss in our uh-huh. casting. And I think they should. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I think they should. This is gonna um, be some hot and heavy um episode art, Lisa. There's yeah. a there's a whole scene where those boys <laughs> just kiss and it doesn't make sense, but like it is um, in there. I am for Rita Skeeter. Oh God, Rita Skeeter's tough. I I think Christine Baranski, while I love Christine Baranski, and I think she would kill it. It's too mm-hmm. old. Okay. Um I think I would be between Sarah Paulson and Phoebe Waller Bridge. And honestly, I would be a hundred percent fine with either casting. And I know that we want Phoebe Waller Bridge in here. And I think that Phoebe Waller Bridge could be so fucking weird. Yeah. And nail it. I think so too. That I, I would kind of want to go with Phoebe Waller Bridge. Uh, and um, she's British. 
and just like an amazing actress who I don't think has reached her peak yet. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Caleb, I have a suggestion, like specifically just for you, knowing mm-hmm. your your love of Madame Hooch and the, her <laughs> her role in your sexual awakening. Gwendolyn Christie is Madame Hooch. Oh my god. <laughs> Sploosh, babe. Oh <laughs> I almost said sploosh, babe. Sploosh, babe. That's good. That's She's good. a perfect That's age. Oh, I'm sweating. That's uh, good. I need her to blow a whistle. Tell me. She would. Tell me I'm wrong. Wow. That's. Thank I'm you. I'm here for that casting 100%. Thank like, you. Uh, and I'm sorry about the volume. Wow. God, Gwendolyn Christie, Madame Hooch. God, she would just nail it. She coaches the Vila softball team. That Anya Taylor-Joy is the star pitcher on. (laughs) (laughs) What is this very sexy fan fiction that's being written? (laughs) It's actually a little overwhelming. It's like, why? Uh, Too much. Why isn't Gwendolyn Christie, why isn't Brienne of Tarth a queer icon is my fucking question. Is she not? Yeah. Nobody talks about her. Well, we should bring her in. I got to bring her to the meeting. Get in. Yeah. I'll, I'll, you know, I'll run it around. Madam Hooch. Okay. Um, were there any other debatables? Mm-hmm. No, I was thinking if we're trying to keep like queer folks in the series, I was trying to, because like Emma Darcy is so hot right now. I was trying to figure out how to like <gasps> get them into Lucia's it. Lucia's Malfoy. <laughs> <laughs> I, dude, I love Emma Darcy and I didn't even mm-hmm. think of them. So thank you. Yeah. I was trying Emma to figure out Darcy. how to, I know I was trying to figure out how to get Emma Darcy in there. I could almost see like Emma Darcy being. Uh, that blonde wig they have to wear. And also Narcissa. Could, could be they Narcissa. Be Narcissa. Or just like a really cool fucking Death Eater in general. Nagini. Well, cause they, they <laughs> only, they pretty much play female roles just right like they've talked like, about that before yeah, yeah 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 but i think it'd be cool to give them the opportunity to have like a really cool role that's like uh I'm they, trying could, to... they could be an interesting bellatrix yeah oh mm, a really hot bellatrix yeah oh my god wow i'm just googling all the hottest people <laughs> who are famous right now uh how do we get matt smith into this now they're uh, confusing so I almost had that's confusing and nobody wants to talk about, but they like it. So I almost had him as Lucius Malfoy, and then that actually felt too easy. Hmm. I think okay. he's fucking hot. Everyone does. Their relationship is confusing and confounding, and nobody gets it. It's just and a we're like, oh, you know, it's just a little, just a little incest. Why is what is what's happening here Among with this uncle incest. relationship? <laughs> like, he's your uncle. Why are we fine with it? <laughs> I mean, it was 150 years prior to the other Ugh. incest. So it was a little more But no one was PG. fine with it then. Well, that's true. Yeah. But they were the know. Targaryens. That's like their thing. Yeah. I know, but like, and just, man, why are they hot? Um, why, who would Matt Smith play, though? Because I want I don't him know. in this. Um. Now I kind of want to just like pick a bunch of people and like shoehorn them in. Into- <laughs> yeah. Ollivander. It's Matt's. <laughs> He's too young. 
Uh, no, not in Arbor. In Arbor, everyone, in is, young everyone is young and Everyone is young and Make them Dumbledore. I don't give a shit. Like <laughs> Harry the Potter, be, Elliot Page. Harry Potter. <laughs> yeah, make them Ron Weasley. Me, I don't care. Now adults <laughs> version of Thaisa. <laughs> oh, man. I feel like we did a... I think we did a good job. I think it's hard to picture how much post-production do we want to do on this none so much (laughs) i think it's great that we gave um the listeners an episode that was just all of our sexual preferences (laughs) i mean not all of them but pretty encompassing um were there any that we couldn't agree on i think so i don't i think we got it Yeah, Killian Murphy, that one came right out the gate. That was brilliant. Yeah, that was absolutely correct. Yeah, no, no, no. I feel I feel that one like deep in my bones. Yeah. I want to see those cheekbones be Voldemort. Oh. Mm -hmm. Plus, Mm -hmm. I just like I'm so like Ray Fines, attractive enough man. But I like that Killian Murphy could play the young hot version of himself and the evil, scary version of himself. Agreed. Honestly. Yeah. We have to understand why oh, Bellatrix really? is willing to risk it all for him. And like, mm-hmm. I get why she would risk it all for Killian Murphy. Ugh, mm-hmm. We all would. We would. Yeah. Sean yeah, and I would. I would. <laughs> I'll, I'm a follower. <laughs> That's fair. You might as well. We're going. I'll risk it all. <laughs> I don't, I don't think there is a person on this list. I would not risk it all for, to be quite honest. Gwendolyn. If you're listening, Gwendolyn, Christy. If you're listening, Gwendolyn. Just like, we like critique my resume or something? I don't know. Just, wow. Um, just wow. Just blow, wow. blow a whistle at us. Just blow a whistle at us. So uh, to our listeners, thank you for sitting through. <laughs> the weirdest <this>. episode. <laughs> The most meandering of meanderingest episodes. If you disagree or agree or have other ideas for other fan castings, yeah, we actually want your know. fan castings. Um, yeah, so that would this be cool. is one of the times that we would say, actually, do message us. Yeah, yeah. do it straight up. Do it. Do it. Let Please us know. Do it. Yeah. Do it. All right. And also, just watch our imaginary version. And don't watch the new version. Don't watch the licensed. Oh, at least if you're going to watch the licensed version, wait like 30 years. It's okay. It'll still be there. And it'll, it'll, it'll feel so much better. Listen, I'm going to enjoy the fuck out of Harry Potter world when I'm 60 years old. Mm-hmm. We're all going to, we're all going to go together as it's soon as, as soon as it's safe out there is how I'm going to put it. <laughs> Yeah. In Florida? <laughs> oh, well, that no, I meant, Florida's I meant, only going to get worse. It's never going to be safe there. But in yeah. terms of oh, where okay. our money goes, as soon as, it's oh, safe, okay. as soon as it's safe out there, we're going. <laughs> no, I got yeah. you. Mm-hmm. That's how we're going to refer to that from now on. Mm-hmm. <laughs> as soon as it's safe out there. Yikes. And that's our first piece of merch. <laughs> as soon as it's safe out there. Well, <laughs> all right, that's it, team. Uh, this is the most uh, chaotic episode ever. I, I don't fun. know if that's true. That's yeah. not true. I it's mean, maybe time. the fanfic was the most chaotic episode ever. 
which was very popular. So part two coming at you sometime. <laughs> and also going to talk about Snape at some point. That'll be the next. We I know we promised last time that was going to be this episode. But then, but then, then again, we woo Harry Potter alert. We woo we woo. We had you this <laughs> one. <laughs> We've also been drinking more heavily in this one. If you haven't. Been yeah. 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 Oh man. So next time you'll get Snape, and that'll we'll have an outline, and it'll be researched, and you'll get the normal stuff. But and there will be nice little relations, yeah, emotions, yeah. Ooh. All right. Cool. Good okay. Time. So thanks, y'all. Wait, wait, no, no, no. Stop. Uh, Instagram. Email, email us at watchharrypod@gmail.com or follow us on Instagram at watchharrypodcast and rate and review us on Apple Pod. Please. Just deteriorated. I love it. It's okay. It's we fine. got it. We got it all in. We're okay. Fine. Now we can say goodbye. We love bye, you. Bye. <laughs> bye, guys. Thank you. The Watcher Harry Podcast is hosted by me, Sean Fitzpatrick, Lisa Moen, and Caleb Kelleher. Our editing is done by me, Sean Fitzpatrick, and our theme music is Dance Macabre Busy Strings by Kevin McLeod at Incompetech.com. It's licensed under Creative Commons by Attribution 3.0 license.